Hello, everyone. Trust you are well. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening, depending on your location. This is the 81st session. Yes, 81st session of Leadership Talk with Adegoke. And I uh, have with me an amazing lady, a doctor, a specialist in the area of mental health. And uh, she's Agnes going to be adding, she's going to be adding value. So, um, but before we start the session, I would like us to take a message from our sponsors, Work Central. Meet Mrs. Agnes. Agnes has just started her business as a business consultant about a year ago. Everything was going smoothly and fine until her business started looking unprofessional with her lousy neighbors. She started losing some important client packages and documents because they had been sent to the house. Moreover, she was quickly losing some of her clients as in most cases they have refused to meet her at her house. Are you like Mrs. Agnes? Are you losing clients? Would you like to project the right image for your brand? Let's help you reposition your business with our premium virtual offices services. Project your business in the right image by giving you access to boardrooms across Lagos, a dedicated landline that follows you everywhere, and business support tools to manage and drive profitability. Visit Work Central. Aim to subscribe today. Or call slash WhatsApp 0704330337. Meet Mrs. Agnes. Thank you. Agnes has just started her business. That's uh an intro from our sponsors walk central walk central is a co -work, working space uh, based in lagos and they have um, facilities for those who run virtual offices and you know want to have uh, co-working spaces just to save cost and also add value to their customers so they target mostly small businesses right so you're welcome dr ada how are you today <laughs> I'm very well, thank you. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So this is leadership talk with Adegoke, and we're looking at leadership and depression. Leadership and depression. Good. So, Doctor Ada, tell us who is Ada? <laughs> thank you for that question. So, um, I'm or Somonika, a mental health therapist, a speaker, author, trainer, coach. You know, I have two books on mental health, and um, I run an organization called Made K Resources, and I'm also the founder of Mind Doctors Nigeria. Mind Doctors Good. Nigeria offers psychological support uh, services on mental health in different capacities. Awesome, awesome. In, in so you work on... <laughs> Summarize, that's who I am. <laughs> awesome, that's that's so cool. Thank you for, for uh, you know, honoring an invita uh, in invitation to come and speak on this very, uh, very powerful uh, subject, depression. Now, mm -hmm. I want you to speak to us, uh, you know, how did you get into leadership? What's been your leadership journey like? Oh, wow. That was, I think it started around 2010. I've always been around leadership. I've had strong mentors, uh, you know, growing up as a teenager and all that. But I think in, in it, I started to take responsibility for okay. my own piece, right, from about 2010. 10, well, between that time and when we had, when it, we experienced Ebola, yeah. Because okay. at that time, I started my journey in public health. Started okay. my journey, I was with WHO, did some work and all of that. And then when I now started to see some of the challenges in the uh, mental health space, it started when I actually went through depression. Many years ago, wow. I went through depression, you know, and I've, 
you know, it, then when I was even going through it, there weren't really, how would I say it? Nobody was talking about it then. It was the days mm. of, you know, nobody was really, nobody was even talking. There was no social media as such. We all just had Blackberries and <laughs> all that. And nobody was advertising. You know, as I said, as, as I told you earlier, that many people look at mental illness like the big stuff, the psychosis mm. or the naked person on the street or the person seeing, hearing and, you know, talking to things that are not actually, you know, fiscally there. Right. So that's that that was mainly the look. In fact, depression wasn't even something uh, people people looked at when you mentioned the word depression. Most people felt that it was people pretending to be sad, you know, mm. pretending to be sad so that other people would feel sorry for them. Wow. You know, so there was nobody really, you know, and then we also have the issue in Nigeria with mental health services. We we don't have we're not that many in the in okay. the mental health. So, all right, so we'll get to that. We'll get to that, you know. Wow, I know there's so much you know to share, and I just yeah. want to salute and celebrate you for being authentic and also sharing your own journey, your story. Uh, because some of these things, you know, um you know, when you have that experience, you can relate to what others are going through. Uh, thank you so much. Now, um, what's your definition of leadership? Leadership, and, and the very, I look at it in a very interesting way. I, I see it okay. as a person who's taken responsibility to be the example, the right example in their space. All they right. don't just, not just in charge of stuff, but they look at it as this is their assignment to be this mm. light, be this person who shows, you know, shows people, leads people, influences people, a leader, wow. someone that influences people. Yeah. People positively. All right. Positively, awesome. exactly. Positively. Yeah. Now, what's depression? Hmm, depression. <laughs> the, see, there's a definition I have that I put in my first book, which I released in 2018. And, it's, and this is the way I described it. Depression is like drowning, right? Hmm. Somebody's water, they're drowning. But every other person around you is just uh, doing stuff. Just nobody notices that hmm. you are underwater drowning. Everybody's just walking around. That's just the, that's the graphic way, you know, that I can describe it. Aside hmm. from that, you want to get technical. It's a mental illness characterized by <laughs> sadness, moods, you know, uh, people losing interest. Like if the person was into, you know, going to parties, hanging out with friends, even going to work, suddenly mm. he or she needs to lose interest in those things. Things they normally were excelling at. They find it hard to get out of bed and commit themselves to those things. They are, they are as the word says, depressed. They become so sad. A person can sit down for hours crying every, mm. <laughs> every day. And mm. when you, you know, and, and, it's it's such a it's it can be very de debilitating right mm. you don't have the energy person's like weak all the time sometimes they're not even sleeping sometimes they're sleeping too much sometimes they're not eating sometimes they're eating too much you know mm. and then you begin to have those mood swings that become so when the mood the wave of sadness and despair and hopelessness mm. that is one of the examples of depression it gives you this feeling of utter despair wow hopelessness helplessness, as if you are just in a space where you can't help yourself and nobody can help you. Mm. It, it gives you a feel of like, um, let me give an example like this. Let's say you, you did it, started a business, 
a business and one of the deals in the business, you know, went up in smoke, didn't work. Maybe you made mm. mistakes and failed. And yeah. In a case of depression, depression will tell you from that one mistake to tell you that everything in your life is a mistake. Wow. You are a mistake. Anything mm. you touch scatters, right? Wow. Another example, I'll give you another example. Somebody enters a relationship, has a failed relationship, maybe just one with one person, even hmm. depression. Hmm. When depression comes, it will say, You are not worthy to be loved by anybody, hmm. you're just a loser. Hmm. You couldn't even hold that relationship. Who in the world would be interested in relating with you? What wow. are you worth? Wow. You're not worth anything. That's those are the kind of typical thoughts that go through the mind of somebody going through depression. Wow. So um, when it comes to depression, you have different forms of depression. Mm. What are the types yes. of depression? Okay. So there's, there's major depression. Like there's a, there's depression that one of the signs we say is that when, when you see some signs for like for the past two weeks, the person just, you know, stops getting interested in stuff, stops getting, uh, you know, um, uh, stops doing what they normally would do. That's one type of depression. But there's another depression that goes on for a year, two years. The person would just lose interest in it. So that's what you hear stories. I like, say somebody will tell you that I was in bed for a year because of mm. depression. Don't go out. That's another type of depression. So they're the ones. They're the ones who like. They just for the next past two weeks, person is just going through something, and he or she's feeling depressed. But there's the one that can last for the next one year. There's the other one, um, which is like seasonal depression, where people get uh, depressed because of the weather, right? Hmm. Like, and not common in Nigeria because you know how our weather is. But yeah. you see somebody maybe abroad in um, autumn or 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 or, or um, winter. winter. And they get depressed with the seasons. They mm. get depressed with the seasons, you know. So they're like different, different um, types of, of, of depression. Wow. You know, so but I think it's just the most important thing with depression is when it comes with that, you know, those waves, those, those debilitating thoughts and feelings, right? In my book, I cover the rest of like all the different types of depression. I break them down and I say, these are the signs of this and this is what causes this, you know. What's your, what's your book? What is it titled? Oh, yeah. It's titled... When I, this is, just look at it, though. It's titled Drowning. I don't think it's really clear. But yeah. it's titled uh, Drowning, A True Story and Practical Guide to Overcoming Depression. Wow. Well, where, can, where, can I, where can we get the book? Right now, it's on Amazon. You know, those okay. in Nigeria can get it directly from me. But for those abroad, it's on Amazon and it's also on Kindle. All right. Okay. Now, for those who are watching this uh, series, is on leadership and depression. I'm speaking to our Dr. Ada, and uh, I want also to encourage uh, those who might be listening that might be going through this uh, challenge to please seek medical help. Uh, we're not uh, claiming to have all the answers, and mm -hmm. so uh, please be guided as you listen. Uh, yeah, but um, you'll be able to get one or two, you know. Um, uh, things you know to help you as you stay um, focused here and um, please feel free to share this podcast um, if you just join us we're looking at leadership and depression and this is leadership talk with Adegoke the 81st session and I'm on the platform with Dr. Ada a mental health uh, specialist and uh, she's um, she's very deep and you know ex extensive uh, knowledge in this area 
And so we want to celebrate you, madam, for coming on the platform. Now, what are the ways to cope with depression? What are the ways? Hmm. The beauty, okay, yeah, let me say, I always start with stories. The most, the first thing. First no, it's all, okay. Leadership, leaders tell stories to make it relatable, which is okay. Yeah, so, so the first thing is to, so I had a friend who was going, people go through depression, but when people tell you, I noticed a, a change in your mood, I've noticed a change in the way you're acting and all that, are you sure you're not depressed? And automatically, you know, it's just like I was at, um, I was at a golf course, uh, 2019 okay. and we had the books we had the books out on you know display it was a golf camp um, championship somewhat so yeah so as the as the participants were coming back into the lounge and all of that you know so we had the books out and people would pass and see the title you know and then some guys would pass and be like oh wow this is great oh i would like to have one depression and they would just quickly and then i remember one particular woman you know who you know as soon as she saw the title, a true guide, uh, practical, a true story and practical guide to overcoming depression. So I just, I just said, ah, I'm not depressed. No, I'm not depressed. I'm not, I'm not depressed. <laughs> the, reflex, the thing will stick on her. Yeah. The, the reflex astounds me to this day. You know, it was like a scene. Yeah. She attempted to, you know, even hold it hold the book and say, okay, let me even see. That you she know. might become depressed. <laughs> and she become depressed. Likewise, I was at an alumni um, meeting where, you know, people were picking up the books. Other people were, you know, picking up. And one person said she wasn't going to buy the book. And I said, why? And then she said, it's too close to home. It's too mm. close to home. And I sat and I thought about that for a while. And I even realized that even in, I know what that means when it comes to mental health. Because sometimes some people don't want to confront it because they've seen a lot of things in their family, in themselves, mm. you mm. know, that always titter around mental illness and all that. And they feel that for if they can put off that reality for mm. as long as they can, maybe it won't be real. Mm. But unfortunately, living in denial of things like depression, anxiety, whatever mental health condition it is, it doesn't make it better. It only makes it worse. It's just like if I have a gaping wound in my head, just, um, just here, a fiscal gaping wound. Normally, what would I do? I'll quickly, you know, get something, you know, clean it out, put a plaster on it, start the road to healing. Because mm. if I leave that gaping wound, what will happen? It's either going to get infected, probably get yeah. a little rotten, start oozing stuff. But that is how we look at physical illness. We look at physical illness that is different from mental illness. Mental illness mm. is spooky. Mental illness is strange. You can't really explain it. So, you know, mm. maybe that's not it. You know, it's not it. You know, you see somebody walk into a doctor, a doctor's office, a medical doctor's office, and all the signs say that these symptoms you are seeing physically are coming from a psychological place because mm. they can't find anything physical enough to cause physically this. wrong. Like, yeah. Yeah, it's totally wrong. But the doctor will say, oh, yeah, so why are you worried now? Why are you, I, I, I mean, I, some of my clients have told me, doctor said, well, why are you, what's wrong with you? You have money, you have everything, you have children, you what have everything. Yeah. What, what is worrying you, you know, and then sends you out of the office. Yeah, as in, I've had clients tell me, they walk, go in to see a doctor, doctor says, you've come with this or you've disease again. Why are you coming with this or you've disease? Imagine that kind of language, you mm. know. But I've seen other doctors who have become, 
who have begun to embrace mental health as a part of our medical field. It is a real part of the field. And the person tells the client, see, I haven't found anything physically wrong with you. So this is my suggestion. Try and see a therapist or a psychiatrist, a psychologist or a psychiatrist, and talk with them. And let's see how it goes. And the, the patient immediately screams, there's nothing wrong with me. I, I'm okay. See who? Mental, mental health who? I, no, mm. I'm okay. So I think I believe a lot of denial, it's denial, denial, too much denial, <laughs> you know. That's but what's the that. consequence of a leader not, uh, you know, being able to manage or cope with depression? I'll say it like this. Stress is a precursor and stress is a very big part of leadership. People getting mm. stressed out because of the huge amount of responsibility on their shoulders. Because yeah. they have a lot of responsibility on their shoulders, trying to do uh, so much, right? Stress is a precursor to depression. Stress is a precursor to anxiety. Mm. That depression and anxiety can lead to suicide. Mm. So what I'm saying is that at its worst, uh, um, at its worst state, mm. depression can lead to suicide. At its worst okay. state, anxiety can lead to suicide. This mm. is how, this is how we mean that, as in. Just like the wound would deteriorate if you ignore it. Likewise, mm. mental health issues would deteriorate if you ignore them. Because what happens to people, sometimes they want to drink it away so they don't have to think about it. They mm. want to dose it with drugs so they don't have to think about it. And I'm not, I'm not even talking about even uh, psychotic drugs, which are even very strong. I'm talking about like they want to take, you know, uh, sleeping tablets and all that just to avoid dealing with what yeah. is causing the block in their mental, you know, yeah. um, which is what is causing the block. We need to address it. Yeah. At if you address it at its root, then you realize that it's really not that hard. It's yeah. really not that hard to deal with. Yeah. But because we don't want to address it at its root, we make it seem as if it's too so difficult, we can't deal with this. It keeps, wow. on, it keeps on getting worse. You now see somebody, instead of getting happier, he's getting sadder. Instead of, mm. and so many cases we've heard in society, you know, like uh, people taking their lives, or people even killing their family. And mm. you wouldn't know that it all started from just something you know, called depression or stress. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And wow. get that back. Thank you so much for speaking to this. Uh, you know, we want to just celebrate you. Now, okay. what are, can you just share two things, you know, that would, you know, our viewers can take away? By the way, if you're just joining us in the session, this is Leadership Talk with Adegoke, and we're looking at. Uh, leadership and my apologies, leadership and depression, leadership and depression. And uh, I want to let the, our listeners know that, like I said, if you are suffering from depression, you can get help. Um, you know, this is um, also, we don't claim to have all the answers. Um, so, yes, what are two things that, you know, someone who is depressed, you know, can do? you know to cope with depression just two things two things okay two tips that would work one is if you can talk with someone someone who understands you on a certain level now there's some people you talk to that think you're outright crazy there's something mm. wrong with you so the person would end up being condescending instead of understanding so you need those kind of people that are ready even if you told them you just killed somebody they'll be like okay now let's find a way to deal with it those are the kind of friends i'm talking about that yeah. know that they are they, they you, the relationship with you and them is that secure that you are able to open up and say man i i am 
freaking out in my head and I, I don't mm. know what's going on with me, you know. Now they might not be able to, if they know, but if they might not be able to save, you know, you in quotes, but they can be that shoulder that you mm. can lean on at that time, allowing wow. yourself to let it all come out, let it all just come out because the bottling in is the problem. Mm. Mm. Bottling in is like a ticking time bomb, somebody walking around who could explode at any time. Mm. Then the second tip, which I even discovered then, and it's also scientific, is exercise. Exercise to me is the best kept secret when it comes to depression. Exercise. Wow. Why wow. I say this is because a lot of people look at exercise as hard work. So when they get into the sessions of exercise, maybe they have this trainer and all of that. They don't understand the science that is happening with them. Now, what exercise mm. does to me in the brain when depression is happening is that there are chemicals in the brain that are responsible for making you feel happy, making you mm. feel motivated, make, making mm. you feel low. There are chemicals that do that. But the chemicals are not balanced, mm. right? They are not at the levels that they should be. So people now start getting anxious or they start getting depressed or you know, they start getting disheveled and all of that. Those things mm. are not at the level they should be. But what exercise mm. does this, it increases the level of those hormones that give you that, I can take over the world. I can do anything. You run a marathon now, a five mile or how many mile marathon. Tell me mm. how you're going to feel at the end of the day. You feel like as if, pam, where's that challenge? Yeah. What you feel pumped up. Now, those feeling pumped up, you have to be able to absorb those feelings, right? And use it, drag it as much as you can to mm. help you get through even bouts of depression. You need to engage in that. Some people don't know that mm. that is what they're doing when they're exercising. Some people don't realize that's what they're doing, but that's what you're doing. You're giving yourself extra, extra strength to mm. beat those uh, thoughts and emotions when, when they come. And then mm. another thing I would say, thought, your thought life. Hmm. Your thought, depression, it starts with a thought. Hmm. It starts with, and in fact, my book, I break it all down. Your thought wow. life. One thought comes up on the on one, another one comes up on the other one. So day hmm. by day, the person stays without getting any help, without offloading, without exercising, hmm. and doing any all the other things. There are other tips. So if the person, it should just be one thought on top of the other. You know, thoughts don't just stay like one. It just maybe, oh, this person is crazy. Maybe let's say that that's the thought. <laughs> Then another one will come. Are you sure? And I think he's actually crazy. See the way he's doing. And I saw him do something. That was that's how you know thoughts can go. And if you talk to some people, their mm. thoughts run a mile a minute. They start with what they can go from zero to a hundred in mm. they're like overthinkers. Zero to hundred wow. in seconds. They've like <laughs> you get analyzed so you everything. Yes, you know, so if that person, for example, is going through depression, he just one thought to he just keeps on elevating, elevating, elevating till he gets to a point where the mind can't deal with it any longer. So they can't even fight. The thought ha the thoughts have become like monsters. You allow the thoughts wow. to feed and feed and feed and create only negative energy in your mind. Mm. Wow. So wow. you know, so graphically, actually, that's how it, that's how it progresses. Wow. Awesome. 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 If you just join us, um, we're speaking with Dr. Ada. We'll be looking at leadership and depression. Leadership and depression, episode 81. Now, as we begin to close the session, uh, I want you to speak to someone out there that might be going through depression. What would you like to say to the person? Just look at the camera and talk to the person. Hmm, you are not alone. That thought that keeps telling you that if you voice out that 
this is what you're going through. People are going to look at you as a weakling. Depression doesn't, people, doesn't get people because they're weak. It, it's not a sign of weakness. It's actually your mind. Your mind is being bombarded with negative thought after negative thought thought telling you that you are not worthy you're not enough whatever you do it doesn't matter you can't make a difference in this world so i'm telling you that those things are lies you can't mm. make a difference in this world no matter what you've gone through you can even use this depression look at it as a project i'm going to get out of depression i'm going to learn as much as i can learn to get out of depression and at the end of the day i will not be ashamed to say that i went through this and I came out victorious and I can spread hope to those who are languishing in depression because goodness knows so many people are languishing. They've been languishing year after year after year. Mm. And then suddenly we don't see them anymore. So I want to tell you, just gather courage. I could get, I got out of it. And since mm. then I have been, since 2018, I made it my mission because of how toxic it is, how mm. dangerous it is. I made it my mission that for anybody who wants to hear I will tell them it is possible to live victorious of depression. Now, I'm not saying that it won't come, those waves won't come, but when those waves come, we will build your mind to the point, it's possible to build your mind to the point that you can withstand those waves wow. and overcome those waves when they come. Wow, awesome. Thank you so much for being authentic and sharing your journey as well, Dr. Ada. Thank this you. is so profound. I just want to celebrate you and salute your, your courage as well. Um, this is leadership talk with Adigoke, 81st session. Now, um, two more questions. Who are your mentors? Oh, wow. My, my first mentor was um, a pastor called uh, Tunde Joda. That was me. Okay, Reverend Tunde Joda, yeah. Tunde Joda, exactly. He took me out from, I think it was, was it, I started going in secondary school. But in Suleri. yes. And then my mom told me, uh, no, you have to wait for university and all of that. And then. Finally, I joined uh, when I was in Calabar doing something, but came back to Lagos. And he, what he, he, he was a great, he's a great part of my mm. life. Yeah. yeah. Wow. He was, he was my major mentor. My first, wow. actually. Yeah. Wow. Awesome. Now, if our listeners want to get in touch with Dr. Ada, what are your social media platforms, handles, you know, how can we reach yeah. you? Yeah. Instagram would be fastest. Anyway, so okay. it's um, the underscore mind doctor ng that okay. is the t-h-e underscore okay. mind doctor ng because they okay. call me the mind doctor it became like okay. <laughs> a thing over the over the years that's so cool mind yeah. Yeah. yeah wow 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 you've heard it from the lady the amazing lady very fascinating very warm very kind and also very very deep in the area of knowledge Thank you for being so humble, you know, uh, with all the content and the value that you bring into the space. Um, thank you so much. Yes, I can see that you've typed it in there. Okay, thank you so much. So our listeners, uh, please make sure you share this, reshare to as many people as possible. There might be someone out there that needs to hear this message. And this podcast, I'm sure nations will listen to it as many people as possible. Uh, leadership and depression. This is the 81st podcast of Leadership Talk with Adigoke. So on this note, we just want to say bye-bye to our audience. You want to say bye-bye to everyone? <laughs> bye. I think All the right. book, just to lastly say, my book would really help you. So you could reach out on Instagram and then we'll let you know how you can get the book, depending on 
country you're in, wherever, wherever you are. But it's on awesome. Amazon and it's on Kindle for our international audience. And in Nigeria, it's, it's, you can Amazing. reach out to me. Thanks. That's the woman. Thank you so much.